Chapter 30 of Elves and Heroes by Donald A. Mackenzie. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Matthew Rees. Chapter 30 Notes The Wee Folk. In Gaelic, they are usually called the Peace People, Sithkian. Other names are Wee Folk, Dayon Biega, Light Folk, Slaughutram, etc. As in the lowlands, they are referred to as greed folk and greed neighbors. The Banshee, Bansheath. Sometimes referred to as the Fairy Queen, sometimes as the Green Lady. She sings a song while she washes the clothes of one about to meet a swift and tragic fate. In the Fian poems, she converses with those who see her, and foretells the fate of warriors going to battle. The Blue Men of the Minch Na Fir Gorm. Between the Shantiles, Charmed Isles, and Lewis is the stream of the Blue Men. They are the seahorses of the island gales. Their presence in the strait was believed to be the cause of its billowy restlessness and swift currents. The Changeling. When the fairies robbed a mother of her babe, they left behind a useless old and peevish fairy who took the form of a child. This belief may have originated in the assumption that when a baby became ill and fretful, it was a changeling. The Urisk is, if anything, a personification of fear. It is a silent, cloudy shape which haunts lonely moors, and follows travelers, but rarely does more than scare them. My Fairy Lover Fairies fell in love with human beings, and deserted them when their love was returned. Women of unsound mind, given to wandering alone in solitary places, were believed to be the victims of fairy love. Yon fairy dog, Ankusith, was heard howling on stormy nights. He was big as a stirk, one informant has declared. The fearsome tale appears to have been not the least impressive thing about it. The macadrums were brave and fearless, and were supposed to be descended from the seals, which were believed to be human beings under spells. My Gunna. This kindly but solitary elf herded cattle by night and prevented them from falling over the rocks. He was seen only by those gifted with the faculty of second sight. The Gunna resembles the lowland brownie. Her Evil Eye. Belief in the evil eye is still quite common, even among educated people in the highlands. Not a few children wear the cord to which a silver coin is appended, as a charm against the influence of the eye. The Little Old Man of the Barn, Borchen Sabail. Like the Gunna, he is a variety of the kindly brownie, and assisted the needy. Nimble Men, Nafir Klis, are the merry dancers, or Aurora Borealis. It was believed that when the streamers were colored, the men and maids were dancing, and that after the dance the lovers fought for the love of the queen. When the streamers are particularly vivid, a pink cloud is seen below them, and this is called the pool of blood. It drips upon bloodstones, the spots on which are referred to as fairy blood, fuil siocher. A wizard could, by waving his wand, summon the nimble men to dance in the northern sky. The water horse haunted lonely locks, and lured human beings to a terrible death. When a hand was laid on its mane, power to remove it was withdrawn. A cursing. The Gaelic curses are quaint in translation, but terrible in the original. 
Bonach Falade. It was considered unlucky to throw away the remnants of a baking. So the good wife made a little bannock, which was pierced in the middle, as a charm against fairy influence. It was given to a child for performing an errand, but the charm would be broken if the reason for gifting it were explained. That was the good wife's secret. It was also unlucky to count the bannocks, and when they fell, bad luck was foretold. Finlay's bannock was not kneaded on the board or placed on the brander, but, unlike the other bannocks, was toasted in front of the fire. The Garugach was a gentlemanly brownie, who haunted buyers. It was never seen, although its shadow occasionally danced on the wall as it flitted about. Often, when chased, it was heard tittering round corners. In some barns, Klach na Gruagach, the Gruagach's stone, is still seen. Milkers pour an offering of milk into the hollowed stone for luck. The cream might not rise, and the churn yield no butter if this service were neglected. A favorite trick of the Gruagach was to untie the cattle in the byre, so as to bring out the milkmaid, especially if she had forgotten to leave the offering of milk. Tobermoir, St. Mary's Well, is situated at Terradale, Rossshire. When a sick person asks for a drink of Tobermoir water, it is taken as a sign of approaching death. It is a curious thing that this reverence for holy water should be perpetuated among a Presbyterian people. Wishing and curative wells are numerous in the north. The Fians of Knockfarrel this story belongs to the Oceanic or Fian cycle of Gaelic tales in prose and verse. Hugh Miller makes reference to it, but speaks of the Fians as giants. In Strathpeffer district, the tale is well known, and it is referred to in Waifs and Strays of Celtic Tradition. It is also localized in Skye. There are several Fian place names in the Highlands. The warriors are supposed to lie in a charmed sleep in Craigahau Cave, near Munlochy, Rossshire. Cawalt, the swift runner, was a famous Fian. Finn was chief, and Gaul and Gary were of Clan Morna, which united with the Fians. Mulachi is a little babe, and Clarsach a harp. Leobag's Warning Children who twist their mouths or squint are warned that, if the wind changes, their contortions will remain. The fate of the flounder, which mocked the cod, is cited as a terrible example. Khan, Son of the Red is a Fian tale in which several old Gaelic versions have been collected. Gaul, the first hero of the Fians, slew the Red when Khan, his son, was seven years old. In the fullness of time the young hero, whom his enemies admire as well as fear, crossed the sea to avenge his father's death, and engaged in a long and fierce duel with Gaul. Death of Cuchulain is from the Cuchulain cycle of Bronze Age heroic tales. The enemy have invaded and laid waste to the province of Ulster, and the chief warriors of the Red Branch, except Cuchulain, who must needs fight alone, are laid under spells by the magicians of the invaders. The poem is suffused with evidences of magical beliefs and practices. Cuchulain goes forth knowing that he will meet his doom. His name signifies Hound of Kulan. In his youth he slew Kulan's ferocious watchhound, which attacked him, and took its place until another was trained. It was Gaius, taboo, for him to partake of the flesh of a hound, his totem, or eat at a cooking hearth, but he must needs accept the hospitality of the witches. The satirists are satirical bards who, it was believed, could not only lampoon a hero, but infuse their compositions with magical powers like incantations. Cuchulain cannot be slain except by his own spear, which he must deliver up to a satirist who demands it. 
Imania, the capital of Ulster, was the home of the Red Branch warriors. Sleepy Song When Diarmid eloped with Grian, as Paris did with Helen, the Fians followed them, so that Finn, their chief, might be avenged. Diarmid, who is the unwilling victim of Grain's spells, dreads to meet Finn, and is in constant fear of discovery. End of Notes Recording by Matthew Rees, Davenport, Iowa End of Elves and Heroes by Donald A. McKenzie